Hey there, my name is Tyler Morningstar, and I'm here with my co-host and mom, Carrie Morningstar. This is the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. This podcast is focused on all things real estate related in and around the Fort Wayne area. We'll also touch on some community events and some community outreach as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hi there, this is Tyler Morningstar with the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. I'm here with my co-host and Maja. Hello, it's Carrie Morningstar. (laughs) So uh, we've been going through this process of buying a house and... Not just buying, but selling. There's some aspects that we've been talking about, like decorating. We're doing, we're kind of going back and forth with both. So we've talked about a little bit about buying and selling. Either way, a part of that process that is often overlooked is moving, is the actual move. I think I think what happens too is we just get so excited in this market. There's so many things going on. There's so many variables that, you know, are we moving out the day of closing? Is it five days after? It just depends on how it's been negotiated. But it it, it seems like we get about a week from closing. Everyone's going, ah, uh, hey, do you know a mover or? Because we're kind of past that age where we can ask friends to come over with a case of beer and a pizza because we all have bad backs now or something. But with that being said, our guest today is in the moving industry. His name is Steve Yon, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. All right. Hi. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Tyler. I am Steve Yon, a regional VP for North American Band Lines here in Fort Wayne. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, Steve, thanks for coming. You know, this is such an overlooked aspect of moving that we thought this was just as equally as important as preparing your house to get ready to move. So we just thought we'd go a little bit through uh, line-by-line items of, and pick your brain of some of the things that might be of importance. Everybody thinks they know somebody that's in the moving business, you know, a friend or everybody's getting on the Internet, checking, Googling, reviews. What, what do you think about uh, just trying to find somebody off the internet just blindly looking for sure. someone well I'd, I'd say be very careful there are internet movers that are out there some of them are actually good I, we, we do a lot on the internet ourselves uh, as all movers but I will tell you there's a lot of brokers out there there's a lot of companies that will sell you online or over the phone and uh, they'll take money up front they'll take f- typically 15 percent of the cost of the move that money will go into their pocket, and then they'll subcontract that business out to any anybody out there. And uh, believe me, there's plenty of unethical companies in the moving business that would be happy to take your business, and you got to be very careful about that. If you uh, select somebody from the top six moving companies, you, you know you can feel pretty rest assured that that you're going to have a good move, or you're at least going to have trustworthy people handling your move. I don't know. I, I think that. Moving is one of those things where people really search for the lowest price, and they're fine with that. Yeah, and you do have to be really careful with that because people can misrepresent costs. They'll, they'll give you a price in some cases, and I'm not saying everybody will do this, but there are people that will give you a price, not guarantee that price, and then as, as a move occurs, you're, you're going to wind up, maybe the weight goes over what was estimated, whatever happens could wind up uh, with a little sticker shock and have a bill much higher than what was estimated. So you do have to be careful about that. Internet moving 
can be very tricky. So low cost is not necessarily a plus. You don't know who you're going to get as the mover. You want to make sure you're going to get a good, high-quality moving company, people that have background checks, people that do drug testing. You know, you, you really want to make sure you've got good people coming in and out of your house. You know, when you said that getting a quote or weight, Steve, can you walk us through what would be some of the steps? I mean, do... Uh, Do you think it's beneficial to have somebody come and physically look at the items that are in the house? Because, of course, Internet brokers wouldn't be able to do that. Or how would they know how much stuff you have? Right. Good question. Let me back it up if I can, because this summer is going to be our business is exceptionally busy right now. And it has been actually all year. So when you get into the summer, it's going to get even busier. So if I could tell everyone out there anything at all pre-planned. Plan as early as you possibly can. When you buy that house and you know you've got a deal on it, start contacting moving companies. Get everything planned ahead of time. You know, try to secure those dates. Be comfortable with your moving companies. So I I would emphasize that would be the the thing to do because we're going to have a, frankly, we have an industry-wide shortage of drivers out there as it is, and this summer is already shaping up to be exceptionally busy. Carrie, I don't think I answered your question. (laughs) (laughs) I've got my own agenda here. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I was going, okay, how does somebody walk through the house? Uh, Well, so you do call, okay, so you contact your moving company. (laughs) Yeah, this is a loose show, isn't it? Uh, You contact the moving company. Ideally, you're going to have a a salesperson come into your house. They're going to do a full walkthrough. They're going to look at everything that's going to move. They're going to use technology to determine the actual weight of your move and embed Based on that weight and distance, you're going to get a price. So that that is the best way to do it. There are, it is possible to do virtual surveys, and I don't have a problem with that. You just want to make sure that anybody that uh, is handling that for you, you're making sure that you show everything that is going to move. It's important to do that. You said something about weight and miles. Is, there, is that a standard price throughout the industry, or does each person charge something differently? For interstate moves, it's pretty standard to go weight and miles. Yep. But here locally in Fort Wayne, how does that, how would that work? Yeah, on a local move, and that is a completely different business. Local moving, you're going to basically, they're going to do an estimate, and they're going to estimate the number of hours that are going to be involved in it, and they're charging you by the hour. And uh, again, that's up to any, any individual local moving company. You said you had mentioned top six carriers, and I know you're not going to mention anyone's names, but... How would they do a comparison in regards to that if they wanted to? I mean, I'm sure how many people and, you know, the amount of hours, but should be somebody be insured and bonded? I mean, you had talked about reputable companies having, you know, drug testing and screening of their employees. Is there something else that they should be looking for when they're interviewing these moving companies? Well, what my suggestion would be is certainly when you speak with the moving company, you're going to have that sales rep in the home. Ideally, if you're not, you're going to talk to them on the phone. You want to get referrals. You want to talk to people that have moved with that company, find out what experiences that they've had with that company. Obviously, you're going to go online and look at reviews. Those are the things I would strongly recommend that you do. You know, there's there's just there's just so many different ways of doing it. But, uh, I mean, you could even drive over to the facilities and take a look, ask them to tour their warehouse if you'd like to and get an idea of what that moving company is all about. So Steve, I've got some clients that are looking to make a move. 
who should they call here in Fort Wayne? In Fort Wayne? Our, our mover locally is Hoover the Mover, great company, great reputation, and they would be the, per, the people to call. What are some things here where how can you, as a consumer, when you're interviewing a mover, or I should say maybe interviewing, you've, you've selected a mover, how do you protect yourself and your valuables when you're entrusting them to someone else? Good question. First of all, if you have any really high value items, make sure you declare those. You want to make sure you get the maximum protection available. Uh, now back up. What does that mean? You declare them. Break that down for me. Declare them. And how do you get that maximum protection? Yeah, there, there's, uh, first of all, the minimum and the standard for the industry is 60 cents a pound coverage. So what that means is your 100 pound TV, and TV anymore doesn't weigh 100 pounds, but let's just say it's 100 pounds. You're only going to get $60 if that TV slips out of the mover's hands, falls onto the concrete, and, and busts up. You're going to get $60. So you do not want to select, even though that's the minimum coverage that comes with every interstate move, what you want to select is full value protection. It does cost money, but it does protect you, and it is called, we call it valuation. We are not licensed insurance people. We do not sell insurance. We sell valuation, but it is very similar. So, like we mentioned, and I think you mentioned it too, summer is going to be pretty busy. There's a driver shortage, right? So that means exactly. there's, there's some scarcity there as far as getting to move. So summer moving times, when's the best time to move? When's the peak? You know, what do you want to try to maybe avoid or try to get in on early? Sure. Most people do want to move in the summer. If you can move in the middle of the month, that's going to be to your benefit. Typically, people push it off. Uh, maybe their leases are going to expire at the end of the month or... They push closings toward the end of the month. That's going to be our busiest time. The last week of June is always our busiest busiest period. July 4th, that whole weekend, that is also extremely busy for us. If you can select days or weeks that are going to be some time away from that, so the middle of July, middle of August, middle of June is going to be busy no matter what, but stay away from the end of the month and it'll be to your benefit. What about also middle of the week? Is there a different rate? No, uh, okay. typically not. Okay, typically not. Yeah, when you kept saying, you know, it's going to be better if you go towards the middle of the month, I, I was thinking you were going to get a better rate, but you're just saying yeah, more actually, avail availability. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. Actually, there can be better rates moving towards the middle of the month. It depends on capacity. Capacity is the number of drivers that we have available. Again, I, we anticipate an extremely busy summer, but normally what you'll see is, is our higher prices are going to be towards the end of the month. That's when we're going to be, we know we're going to be strained to be able to handle all the business. So we try to get people to move towards the middle of the month. And so we will offer some lower pricing at that time. This summer, I don't know if that's going to happen. It really depends on just what the, uh, what the volume is going to be. I've had some people from, you know, from out of state moving into Fort Wayne and they were upset, not, not with your company, I'm just saying in general, because they were there were several people's items on the truck. Mm -hmm. Why would they have like three or four families there? Is it just trying to fill up the semi, or why is that? Yeah, we have to utilize every inch of space on those trailers in order to be cost-effective and, and uh, be profitable, frankly. Most of the drivers are independent contractors, and when you're spending a couple hundred thousand on a tractor and fifty to seventy-five thousand on a trailer, whenever they fill up a trailer or whenever they have a, a shipment, they really need two, three, four, five shipments on that trailer in order to make it cost-effective and maximize 
utilization and actually be able to get a return on their dollar. Unless you pay for pay for the full use of that trailer, you're, you're going to have other people that are going to be on that trailer. If you are in Fort Wayne and you want to move to, let's say, Miami, is there a local company here that they could get a hold of to move them to Miami? Well, they would contact, and again, in Fort Wayne's case, they'd get a hold of uh, Hoover the Mover, and Hoover the Mover would prepare the estimate, give you an estimated cost of services, and at that point, Hoover the Mover may have a driver that actually loads that shipment, takes it to Miami, or if not, they'll tender that shipment to the North American Van Lines. Our dispatch system will then go ahead and take over and have to sign it to uh, someone else to take that shipment. So that way you know that you have somebody quality working your shipment okay so my wife and i we moved into our home last year our current home last year and we used hoover the mover and the thing that i liked about hoover the mover the most was their communication it was very good and i knew that if i needed something i could call kyle and kyle would he would either answer that phone or i knew he's going to call me back probably in about 10 to 15 minutes it was just nice knowing if there was an issue, Kyle was on it. So I can speak that I've used Hoover the Mover. I've had clients use Hoover the Mover, and they've all been very happy with Hoover and his movers. <laughs> well, I too have used Hoover the Mover, and I will say one of the things I think that's beneficial when you do use a mover, you're tired. You've packed boxes. I'm sure that they would pack for you, but that's one way to I'm sure you would have less cost is that not true Steve yes so if you've packed and they're bringing in all the boxes and they're bringing in all the heavy furniture it's really nice to have somebody that would put your bed frame together and put your mattress because you're going to collapse at the end of the day and uh, that's what I found that was very appealing with hiring a mover is all my big items were in the areas that they needed to be in my beds were put together the mattresses were on the beds And all I really had to do was empty the boxes. And I think that's such a benefit, especially when you get older. Or you've got little kids. I mean, that was nice to be able to, I mean, they put the beds together for my two oldest. That was nice after a long day of moving and the kids can just go to bed. You know, you both uh, touched on a great point. And, And I guess if I could emphasize anything to people out there that are moving, especially on a long distance move, probably not as important on a local, but I'd still emphasize you do it. Make sure you're paying attention to the move process because you're going to have an inventory. And when they load the boxes and the furniture and everything else, you're going to have an inventory. And when you get to destination and they're delivering, you want to make sure you're right there and you're checking off items as they're bringing them in the door, whether it's a box, whether it's the uh, furniture, whatever it is. Make sure you're there, you're checking everything off because if anything goes missing, the last thing you want to do is sign off that you received everything and, you, you know, lo and behold, uh, two days later you find out that, gee, I'm missing a bunch of furniture, or I'm missing some boxes. At that point, you've signed off and sometimes it's difficult to find those items Sometimes it's going to be hard to substantiate that you have a a valid claim because you did sign off that you received them. So pay attention. We've we've got people sometimes at situations where people actually leave the house, leave a neighbor in charge of, leave a child in charge of being at home when the movers are actually delivering. That's really not acceptable. Uh, Make sure that an adult is there and they're paying attention and they're checking things off. That's going to be to your benefit. 
I'm not talk, talking about just North American. I'm talking about everybody. Steve, if someone had more questions and they wanted to follow up with you, how can they, uh, what's your contact information? Well, would they follow up with Steve or will they follow up with Hoover the Mover? Yeah, I would say, Tyler, uh, have them call Kyle at Hoover the Mover at 260-615-1364. I want to thank everybody for sharing on our Facebook and Instagram. It really helps us to get our podcast out there. And thank you for listening. It really means a lot that you you take the time and, first of all, listen, and then most importantly that you're sharing it because you feel like there's valuable information that we're providing. So thank you very much. I would agree. I would concur. I would concur. And I would like to thank our guest, Steve, for stopping by, Steve Yon, and explaining some of the moving process to us. Yes, thanks, Steve. My pleasure. Thank you very much. I will say we have yet to receive an email (laughs) in our email. I'm just going to keep throwing it out there. Maybe somebody will send us one. Wait a minute. Let's do a little contest. If someone sends us an email. Whoever the first person is to send us an email. Yeah, first person. We will send you a $10 gift card from Starbucks. There we go. There's some incentive. Just send us an email. Our email address is sellingfwpodcast at gmail.com. Sellingfwpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I couldn't agree more with Carrie. Thank you for – we just appreciate your time and listening and sharing it on social media. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.